0: From zero to like a hundred, real quick. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Two Cold Brews. I'm your co host, Allison, and I'm Colleen. Welcome to episode
1: 10. 10,
0: episode 10, you guys. Ooh, a milestone. This was actually technically supposed to be episode 11. Yeah. So we recorded episode 10 last week, uh, where what we did was we taste tested different levels of hot chicken <laughs> while asking each other questions. Yeah. Um. But then we realized, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, we want to share some light on that. And we posted a poll on our story. And sixty percent of you said they would like to hear a mental health awareness episode. So here we are. So here it is. You can hear the hot chicken one next week, okay? <laughs> yeah. When it's June. Oh no, it'll still be May. It'll 31st. still be May. Oh that will that episode will come out May thirty first. This episode will be coming out May two four. Yeah, oh, long two long for a weekend. So
1: it was also prompted by, one, Mental Health Awareness Month, but also the recent documentary called The Me You Can't See or The mm-hmm. Me That You Don't See, um, produced by Oprah and Harry. I was going to say Harry Styles, but I meant Prince Harry.
0: <laughs> I saw you. I was looking at your face. I'm just like, this girl's going to oh, say no. Harry Styles. <laughs> no. But yeah, we watched an episode of that. We watched an episode um, because there's five. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, we can't go through five right it's now. It's
1: really heavy. So for anybody who wants to watch it, like, there should be a couple of trigger warnings in even the first episode. Yeah. To kind of talk about what other people that are famous, not famous, have experienced. It's a lot to digest.
0: Yeah. For a fir- first episode, it was really heavy. I, like, teared up a couple times. Yeah. There's times where I'm just like, oh, my God. like, mm-hmm. But it's, it was really well done.
1: Yeah. The first episode is called Say It Out Loud. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it was so heavy, because people are actually talking about their traumas out loud, which is a very difficult thing to do. And so just a warning for those who may be in similar situations um, that the first episode kind of goes so deep into it.
0: Yeah. If you guys want to check it out, it is on Apple TV um so where did we want to start with this there's a lot man it's a lot it's mental health awareness month and i think the first step is talking about it yeah right and i like the line that they used in the beginning where they said mental health problems is a universal problem Mm -hmm. regardless of race um wealth culture like all of that It's still a universal problem.
1: Yeah. And I feel like some people, depending, you know, your upbringing and the way your religion or culture shaped you, Mm -hmm. you may not see it as a mental health issue that you're currently going through, Mm -hmm. Um, or you may not even know what it feels like or what it is, but in a lot of cases, um, that is it.
0: Yeah. And just a side note, like we are not professionals. Yeah. The These are just our opinions surrounding mental health um, issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
1: before we get into it, let's define what mental health is. There is a definition on the World Health Organization website, but it was a bit wordy and we didn't really understand. So mm-hmm. um, I found this one on mentalhealth.gov that I think explains it a lot clearer. So what is mental health? Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood.
0: So circling back to the episode where they talk about COVID and isolation and loneliness and those who are suffering from mental health issues... Who are now suffering even more because of it. Mm-hmm. And they're grieving. And people think that, okay, grief is like losing someone. But grief is losing anything that matters to you. Mm-hmm. So whether it was going to the gym because that was helping your mental state. Or if it was being with your friends. Or being able to just go out on walks. so I remember that was illegal at one point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, the grief of losing anything that matters.
1: Yeah, I agree, and like we should, uh, we should separate, you know, these two things where people think you can only really talk about mental health if you have a mental illness. You don't have to care about your well-being if you don't, even if you don't suffer from a mental illness, which is, you know, a condition that affects your thinking, feeling mood or behavior so things like depression anxiety um bipolar disorder etc you don't have to have that to be an advocate for mental health
0: yeah they did show one girl she um she has OCD and they showed how much it affects her day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and then there's another there's another guy that they showed um Rashad on the episode Yeah, Um, where he talks about growing up in a black family where mental health, like you don't believe in it. They don't talk about it. You just brush it under the rug and
1: sweep it under the rug. Yes,
0: sweep it under the rug. Yeah. (laughs) And it it related to me in a way because Filipinos, Mm -hmm. to be honest, they're like they don't believe in freaking mental health issues at yeah. least like with my like my family at least so when he talked about that I thought about the times when like my mom would always say oh it's just all in your head yeah it's always just all in your head even when she talks about her like other stories or her other friends or whatever the case may be it's always like you know it's all in your head if you don't think about it then you you're not going to go crazy, you're not going to yeah. be stressed out. She's an old, she also doesn't believe in being stressed out. She's like you're making <laughs> oh you know what she says, she says you're making yourself stressed out. Mm. So that that's like Yeah. That was like triggering for me when I was like watching his story. Yeah, cuz it hit close to home with you. Yeah, it's it's hard when you live with a person who constantly triggers you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think I think I have somewhat of a similar experience. Like, I think it is evident or prominent in Filipino culture where, like, most families, like, anything before, like, maybe Gen X Mm -hmm. doesn't really, or even part of early Gen X doesn't believe in mental health, um, especially if we are from the Philippines, like, immigrated here um, to Canada or the U.S. or whatever, where... To them, there are so many more problems than what's going on in your head yeah. that it doesn't carry much weight. Yeah, like, I
0: think because they're immigrants, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's your problem. You're stressed out. You're sad. That's your problem.
1: Like, do you know what I did do to you, get Yeah, you know what
0: I had to do when I was, I had nothing, you know? Yeah. I didn't even have running water. It's like that, you know? And I and, and I get
1: that. Yo, know, I get it. Like, I, I totally get it. And, like, I'm super happy that I don't have to even think about, like, how to keep the water running or, like, even eating. Like, my family, like, my parents have told me stories about how they have tried to survive in the Philippines. And I know Mm -hmm. we'd be living a a much different life if we weren't here. But at the same time, it's like, I recognize what you've been through. And I can say it because I'm younger. I've grown up in a generation that has taught me to understand mental health but they didn't and so it's difficult for our parents or maybe like aunts and uncles to understand that what we feel and like what you go through um when you have a mental illness or your mental health isn't the best is real even if you can't see it
0: yeah i think now that we talk about it more and it's a lot like in the media now yeah um i think like a lot of my family are aware of it, but at the end of the day, they don't believe in it. Yeah. And they won't believe in it until they lose someone to it. Yeah,
1: it's and true. And that's,
0: that's the sad part about it.
1: Yeah. It's difficult growing up between those two cultures mm-hmm. and in this kind of generation, whereas millennials were kind of the first ones growing up being aware of this sort of stuff. Because I think we've experienced personally and like through friends and like loved ones a lot of people affected by mental health Mm -hmm. that it's it's impossible to deny
0: yeah um it's it's a touchy subject because it's like i know this episode focused on talking about it yeah which is the first step Mm -hmm. is just talking about it but that's also like the hardest step yeah is talking about it because i know when i would talk about it i would always leave stuff out Cause I don't know how much to share where I don't want you to be so concerned about me. Cause I'll be fine. yeah. You know, but it's like, like I've been going through this for years, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, how do I explain this? Like just talking, like when Lady Gaga was telling about, talking about her story and how she got raped and like how she deals with it now, years Mm -hmm. later, you know, like she won an Oscar while she was going through her whole therapy. Yeah. But like when you're watching her on TV, like she's to- she's fine. She looks fine. Yeah. And I see that post circling around Instagram of the people who need help the most are the ones that look like they're okay. Oh. It's That's interesting. Along those lines, but yeah. The people who
1: need help the most are the ones that look okay.
0: I mean, I get that.
1: I feel like people show face to not worry others. Mm-hmm. But then again, people process their trauma differently.
0: You can't see it all the time, right? Yeah. we're like, a physical wound, if you hit your head, you know? Yeah. You see the scars. Yeah. But you don't see the scars, like, mentally. hmm You know? It's... I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Like, I wish we had someone here, like, a professional to... <laughs> like explain things yeah um at the, the way that they did in the episode was each person had a story and then a doctor would come in and in the kind background of break
1: it down break it down which if, is really helpful
0: yeah you know and i wish yeah. we had that here <laughs> yeah um but i think you hit on
1: something really good where like even though you went through something traumatic like yeah. you are not your trauma And so what Lady Gaga was trying to get to was like, you know, it's been like 20 years, but she cries about it. But then she like, you know, does her like exercises. She breathes Mm -hmm. and she's like, I'm back. She's Mm -hmm. like, I can cry about it and get over it now. But there's, it's like a, it's like a current. You have like good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just comes and hits you and you're like
0: paralyzed. Yeah. She did say, remember she was like, I don't need you to cry for me. Yeah. I'll be fine. I need you to go support someone else. Yeah. And I was like, wow.
1: People tell their stories not for other people to feel sorry for them or give them compassion. But people do it out of courage to Mm -hmm. be like, I went through this. This is a thing. This is real. Mm -hmm. And like when the last Oprah documentary came out, when Meghan Markle said that what she'd gone through with the royal family when they were in England made her suicidal there were people coming out and saying that you know they don't believe her and a lot of people were like she doesn't care if you don't believe her but like when people online when your friends and family see you saying that about her Mm -hmm. they don't want to come to you yeah and I was like oh my god that is so true Mm -hmm. like you have to watch what you say online because it's not about the person you're shitting on that's going to you know reply back to you it's what you say that others around you will determine whether or not you're someone they can trust
0: yeah because like imagine how much courage it is to say it out loud but not only to yourself but to other people and for other people to just shit on that after yeah and it's like
1: she probably went through so much back and forth and, like, struggled so much with, like, should I even talk about this? Mm-hmm. Like, what backlash is this going to cause? And for people to be like, I don't believe you, Yeah, it's probably one of the worst feelings ever. Yeah. Because, like, you know how that feels when, like, someone invalidates you. Like, you know, a friend or a family yeah. member. Imagine, that like, half the world. I
0: know. I... I wouldn't know how to handle that situation. Um, also, like, I don't know how, like, I know there's talking about it and we have this podcast to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But in real life, I don't know how to be there for someone unless you tell me exactly how to be there for you.
1: Yeah. That, and the,
0: I struggle with that.
1: And the thing is, too, I feel like you get into that situation where you're like, I don't know, because maybe the person themselves don't even know how someone else can be there for them,
0: yeah. Like I know people who are struggling right mentally, now. yeah, with their own demons, right? Like my way of reaching out is like, like, let me know, like, mm-hmm. let me know what I need to do mm-hmm. because I just I don't know yeah. what to do and I don't know what to say, yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean that I don't care, yeah. But I think it come it may come across as like, oh, you're distant from me so I feel like you don't care but it's like I do I just I don't know how to approach it yeah Oh, because like I struggle with my own like mental problems that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. where I can't be around other people dealing with that as well
1: yeah because... sorry this is a very <laughs> emotional talk I'm like tearing up <laughs> Why? don't look at me <laughs> you're gonna start crying <laughs> <laughs> No, I think you just <laughs> Are you crying? I don't I are you maybe, crying? I'm on my period. Oh but my like God,
0: now I'm tearing up
1: <laughs> No, it's just like I guess it's just sad sometimes, you know? Yeah. Where like it's difficult to support someone because y- you also are going through something
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know how hard it is to ask for help.
0: Yeah, I I think the reason why I struggle with with helping, like, other people, like, my friends, Mm -hmm. is because, I can't have your energy around me. Okay, but that's okay, because, like,
1: that's, that's, I think that's a really self-aware and healthy thing to say, where you're like, I do not have the capacity to help you with what you're going through, because I'm also suffering. Mm -hmm. No one is going to benefit from that situation if you put yourself in that situation.
0: Yeah. And I think, but then it also makes you feel bad because you're, like, not Mm -hmm. there for the person. Yeah. Like, physically. Yeah. You know, like, I can, like, yeah, you can give me a call, but, like, I feel bad. It's like, I'm not the one calling. Yeah, because it's,
1: you know what it is? It's also, like, facing the music where, like, I never want to, and this is what happens when, like, you go through that and you go through something in parallel with someone else, but obviously your experiences are different Mm -hmm. is like when you're not in a good mental state and someone you know and love and care for isn't as well, it's very difficult to be that person for them because Mm -hmm. then you don't want to make their trauma about your trauma. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when you're not in a good place like that, I don't think I don't think it's possible. I've been in those situations and it's never been healthy.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't want it to seem like, oh, yeah, let me relate to that as well. You know, I do that. I do that sometimes because I'm like, I have so much anxiety Mm -hmm. around it. So, like, I always reflect it back to, like, how I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's not, I don't know. It's hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I feel like maybe sometimes we feel like we need to have an answer for that person. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes, like, the best thing you can do is just listen mm-hmm. and not judge them and be an ally. Yeah. And, like, I'm crying <laughs> because oh we went through a um, DE&I training yeah. um, at my work. And I told you about this and we like laugh about it because it's our way of coping. But like Mm -hmm. all of that training made me understand all of the things I was suppressing. And like my boss, God bless him. We had a one on one after and he's like, how are you feeling? And I literally just started crying. Mm -hmm. Like I was literally sobbing to him for like an hour. Just talking about all the things I didn't know I was going through and had suppressed And how I felt like I never had the space to say these things because I should be happy with what I have. Like, you know, I against my whole family or amongst my whole family, I'm probably the one that people suspect less of being an immigrant or a first generation immigrant and can speak English fluently. And that has given me so much advantage in life that my parents never got. But then at the same time, to feel invalidated in a way, you know, when I came out 10 years ago, not saying that I, I am now, there's so much to struggle with as a child of an immigrant family, especially when you were a part of that immigration. And like, my boss had no idea what I was talking about. He did not understand anything I was going through because he was a cis white male. hmm But all he did was listen and he's like, hey, like, are you safe? Do you feel safe? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it gave me more peace and calm that I probably felt in such a long time Mm -hmm. to know somebody was there for me. Yeah. He didn't solve my problems and all he did was acknowledge me. Mm -hmm. And coming from that experience, like, you don't need to do much, but just be you and tell somebody that you, you see them. And you see what others can't see or refuse to see. Mm-hmm. So that's my story.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I'm like <laughs> looking at call, like fucking so tearing up right now. And I'm like, wow, we went from zero to like a hundred real quick.
1: Because this is something we can both relate to. Like we, we impact our families in a big way yeah where they rely on us in a big way and so sometimes it's quite difficult to talk about these things it Um, is
0: um like i feel like like from an outsider's perspective it's like what do you have to be sad about you know and And sometimes you don't need a reason to be depressed okay That's literally how
1: depression works, though. It's like a chemical... Like, you have no reason to be depressed. Like, you just are depressed.
0: Yeah. So that's how I... Like, that's how I know, like, how my family sees it. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you have to be sad about? You literally have everything, you Mm -hmm. know? And what I'm struggling with now, with looking for a new therapist, is everything is online, right? Yeah. Everything is online where zoom calls or you can do phone calls as well if you don't want to be on camera like whatever the case may be so the problem is is that i have no privacy at home yeah so i can't be on a phone call or like on video mm-hmm. and then i can't say what i want to say i can't cry if i want to cry mm-hmm. without me feeling conscious that someone else is hearing me yeah yeah yeah. No, so I understand. Yeah, that's my struggle with right now, and I get it. It's because of like this whole pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Oh my god. Did you have to enunciate it? Like, yeah, because I was like, should I say yeah. panorama? Should I say yeah? Panini? Just say- like you know what I mean?
1: No, I get it, because like, I I struggled with this too, like during COVID and like be working from home. like, I need to vibe off of people Mm -hmm. and, like, have that energy exchange. And I feel like that's something that's so crucial in, like, your therapist um, or your psychiatrist that you go to. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, these people went through so much work to become doctors um, in this field. But if you don't vibe with the right person, you don't vibe with the right person. I know somebody who, like, found a really great therapist, but... That therapist went on mat leave, yeah. and so they tried other therapists, and it didn't work. So you really have to find the right person, mm-hmm. um, and I that feel understands, for yeah.
0: those. I feel for those who don't have the resources. Yeah, you know, in the episode that we watched, um, he talks about how at one point he couldn't afford therapy, mm-hmm. and. I, that was like so hard to like listen because how do you, like how do you like what do you pick like living or like your day-to-day like your day to day like expenses yeah or your mental health
1: therapy isn't cheap especially is not, in the North Americas and like
0: it is not cheap and there's places that actually don't accept insurance where you have to pay privately and then there are like free resources. There are wait lists, and it's, like, when you actually... Like, I feel bad for those who don't have that instant, like, satisfaction of seeing a therapist. You know, some people just don't click. I know others who've, like, you know, waited on that list and got that free resources, but it wasn't to their expectation. Yeah. And I feel like it's also a... It's
1: not just... You know it's expensive, da 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 da. Like I know ment like mental health because one of our friends let me know a while ago that I think up until twenty five or like twenty three or something, mm-hmm. like it's actually free for you to go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's a wait list, a wait list, yeah, tells me mm-hmm. that you know our government does not put enough resources or investment into this part of our communities, mm-hmm. and like. It's something that needs to be invested in.
0: Mm-hmm. And you think about, sorry, I was just thinking about like the episode of, um, Oprah's like school in South Africa.
1: Oh yes, she and started like, like an all girls school.
0: Yeah, and the trauma that all the girls went through, you know, mm-hmm. and she had to bring in a doctor
1: yeah so let's backtrack and like for those who haven't watched it or aren't aware like in 2007 oprah uh basically started her own school Mm -hmm. for all girls Mm -hmm. and she went all over south africa
0: she um had picked -picked. every every student Mm -hmm. and all these students were like happy and willing to like learn and they had like Mm -hmm. like you know the strive to like do better and like have a better life and all this stuff and then she noticed that once they were actually in school she noticed that they were declining and they were like
1: they weren't focused they kind of felt like
0: disengaged and she's like what's happening yeah so she brought in a doctor and the doctor was just like the girls have trauma yeah they have past trauma they haven't dealt with and that's when she said that she first started learning about depression yeah. and trauma and the triggers of their trauma.
1: That, like, I, it is such a far experience that I never thought I could relate to, but it makes sense because it's yeah. just like, you know, these are all the girls that have so much potential and have so much of a willingness to learn. Let's do this for them. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of just like a surface level solution and i think that was a pivoting point where you kind of understood more about it where like there's this great place of excellence but when they go home and not too much to go into what that one of the students said but when she goes home it's like she's back to her trauma Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that was so i think that was really heartbreaking to see because all of these girls were young and for them to go through that in their day-to-day lives
0: 9 11 12
1: yeah yeah
0: it is
1: it is devastating to be honest and we can't as women we can't speak for the mental health of men mm-hmm. I know that's something that is so so taboo and so difficult for men to show where like if you talk about any of these things it shows as a sign of weakness and they suffer a lot um in silence uh, that must really suck. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> you guys terrible. have to
0: watch, you guys have to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. like, what the whole episode is about is talking about it. Yeah. What is, um, what is something that you do to help you with your mental state?
1: What is something I do that helps me with my mental state or yeah, helps me well, take like, care of my mental what helps you...
0: Health? you I guess bring balance to your life? Hmm.
1: Living and working from home has definitely been a struggle the last year.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like, I never thought it, but honestly, having my family around to a degree really helped with my mental health. Like, just being able to go downstairs, hug my nieces, Mm -hmm. who just, like, are so pure and, like, don't know.
0: (laughs) Tita, play with me. (laughs) Yeah. Are you off today? (laughs) Tita, are you working?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's been so, that's been so relieving for me Mm -hmm. and healing for me, like, being with others that just, like, are happy. And I think that's why a lot of people have pets and, like, dogs and cats. Like, it makes sense. But what I also do with my mental health to take care of it is just—I don't know. <laughs> um, sometimes I go through those days where I just don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. and you actually help me pull out of it because you're like, "We're going somewhere." Do you want Starbucks? Yeah. And just having a person who's so opposite of you <laughs> in that way is you're so, so helpful. Opposite. Yeah, like, I could spend my whole vacation doing nothing. Oh, I hate it. You would suffer.
0: Yeah, I hate it. No, I know whenever we go out on vacation, we're like, no, we need to do something. I'm like, I am not laying down in bed all day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, this is not happening. Recently,
1: exercise has also been a really good Mm -hmm. release for me.
0: Yeah, that's good. And, like, now that the weather is nice, like, you can go out for walks more often as well.
1: You would be surprised by how much the sun can make you feel better.
0: Mm-hmm. Outdoors in general. I've yeah. been like this past week I've been going for walks with my mom and like Willow yeah. like every <laughs> single day. Um and it's honestly helped with like just being outside and out of like my Your four walls. My four walls yeah. all day, you know? Because like I do work from home but I work in my room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't work from home where I can move from the kitchen to the living room to like the den like wherever you know
1: because you have other people working i have from other
0: home. people working from home as well mm-hmm. you know so my my work life and my personal life is all in one room
1: yeah so you said walks like are one of the things you've done recently to kind yeah. of help with your mental health but like yeah. what
0: else do you do um what i do, i always have to keep busy i always have to do something Even if I'm wasting time doing something like, for example, driving or going Mm -hmm. to Walmart for no reason, like I don't need anything, but I'll go to Walmart and or if it's Starbucks runs, bubble tea, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I need to do something. I'm not the person where I'm just going to stay at home. I'm just going to relax and just like Mm -hmm. lay in bed. I can't do that because that is actually worse for you, worse for me because I get in my thoughts. Yeah. And then once I get those thoughts, I'm up all night. I can be up for days.
1: Yeah. Ooh. It's
0: happened before. Where like I was, I've been up for like three days because I I think about aging. You know how much anxiety I have around aging. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's helped me is like with this podcast as well, because I know every weekend we gotta record we have something to do on the yeah weekend. we gotta record we gotta like edit. Um, Or we're going out and just freaking getting bubble tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I look forward to it because it's something I'm doing versus staying at home and doing nothing. Yeah. And like,
1: I think I want to just call out for any people that might be thinking like, oh, you're in denial of what you're going through. It's not that. It's like Lady Gaga in the first episode spoke about how telling herself to do things Helps her push through what she's going through. And then later on, she's like, I'm in my backyard. And she's like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you have to physically force and tell yourself to like do A, B, all the way to Z. Mm -hmm. So your mind doesn't tell you something else and you're starting to fight against it yet again.
0: Yeah, because there's, I mean, other people. Other people
1: cope differently.
0: They cope differently. They may go to drugs and alcohol. They may go to the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, like. There's stuff that I used to do when I was younger where it was like, was not good for me at all. Agreed. But now I keep myself busy, you know, and I have a responsibility with work and I have a responsibility with this podcast. Yeah. And it keeps me busy. Yeah. And that's what I need is like, I guess, a distraction in a way because I don't have any like a professional person to talk to right now. But. Being busy and just distracting myself with something mm-hmm. helps me. Yeah. And I don't know how people do it when they have children. Okay. And they're doing yeah, it alone, especially. That's hard. I don't know how you're doing it, but I am here for you. I applaud you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know how you're doing it, but, you know. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: The way people take care of their mental health is so different. Like, I I am slow. Like, I take things slow. Mm-hmm. And you're the opposite. And you're just like, super go, go, fast. Go. Yeah. yeah. And there's no wrong way or right way of doing it. It's like yeah. what clicks with you and what works with you. But one of the most important things is to just it not be you only. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to
0: have at least one person. Which is what Lady Gaga said. Yeah. You need that one person who'll yeah. support you. Just mm-hmm. one. It just yeah. needs you just need one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It it makes the world of a difference for someone to be like, Hey, I see you. I know mm-hmm. what's going on. And even though I can't help you right now, just like there is someone who believes you. Mm-hmm. And that does so much to be honest. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow gosh, that was heavy yeah
1: that was heavy that oh was... right on time my dog's
0: barking <laughs> your starts barking it's time to yeah. end the pod <laughs> um I don't know if we've covered everything we pro- obviously that way you probably didn't cover everything but yeah we uh, <laughs> we probably were like all over the all place all over the place however again this is our opinion you know
1: and yeah this is the thing too so I'm
0: ugh you hear biggie. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like we don't talk about, like you and I don't talk about mental health enough or often because it's just something we kind of go through. Um, yeah. And I, this.
0: Yeah, I get that. I With you, I don't tell you everything. Yeah. I don't tell I don't anyone te- everything. Yeah.
1: No. This, yeah. yeah. I, I say the same. I say the same. I feel the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But what I was trying to get to was just like, huh, a lot of people are going to listen to us crying. <laughs> oh, shit. But you know what? This is the thing, though. We don't... We are not saying or doing this for anyone's pity points or for mm-hmm. people to be like, I had no idea. I'm going to cut you some slack. No. It's like, even we struggle talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. We struggle bringing awareness to it. Yeah. And people might have certain perceptions of us based on how we present ourselves online. Mm-hmm. And so it's like what you see is not all of it and yeah. everyone will have this side of them so be kind be patient and be understanding of people around you
0: yeah i think before you say anything that be that may be negative you should think about what they're, they what they might be going through
1: yeah the reason someone is the way they are is because of what's happened to them. Like, we are the sum of our our past experiences and what we're going through now. Mm-hmm. And so no one does anything just because, or no one acts out because they want to piss you off. Mm-hmm. Um, they went through something to react this way, to feel this way. And yeah. it's difficult to understand in the moment, but it's something we should all be understanding of. Because we all have that moment where we wish someone understood why we were doing the things we did. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's it.
0: And, you know, it takes time. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not a linear journey. You're going to have like, you're going to go three steps forward and five steps back. You're going to have 10 steps forward and one step Mm -hmm. back. Like, it is something that you go through for the rest of your life and have to prioritize to take care of. A lot to think about, everybody. Um, episode 10, like, Alison <laughs> is looking out into the distance.
0: <laughs> I'm just, like, looking out your window. I'm just like, oh, my God. Thinking
1: about life, yeah. This episode was a, 10, yeah Milestone episode. We're in yeah. the double digits. Super cool. Um, we and, made
0: it past episode 7.
1: Which is great, because I brought this statistic up many times, yeah. where, like, a lot of podcasters don't get past episode 7, and mm-hmm. so this is an homage episode to something we find very important which is mental health.
0: All right. So, if you've made it this far in the pod, it is episode 10. Mm-hmm. You know, and we did bring this up um, a few episodes ago. A few back, episodes yeah. ago and we we talked about it on the side as well. Uh-huh. So, we decided we're going to give away two $25 gift cards
1: in yeah. In the spirit of two cold brews, you can choose whatever coffee place that is, like Timmy's or you can Starbucks.
0: Timmy's or Starbucks. What's another place? Um I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, you can only choose <laughs> Timmy's or Starbucks, okay? <laughs> second cup? <laughs> um, They've they have a good matcha yeah, latte guess. to be honest. I guess. Like where can we get a second cup? I don't even know a second cup that's near here. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Okay, so it's only Tim Hortons and Starbucks. Oh, McDonald's too. Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's has this coffee. coffee. Alright, so you can pick between Tim Hortons, Starbucks, or McDonald's. Yeah. Okay? And the first two people to DM us on... At Two Cold Brews on Instagram gets a gift card. The catch is... <laughs> the catches. You have
1: to DM us the word that we say right now to know you've been here until the end.
0: What's the word? code word is resilience. Yes. And why resilience?
1: Resilience is defined as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity. And so I feel like it speaks well to, you know, this episode and what many people are going through. Mm -hmm. And that's why we chose it.
0: And, you know, since you're going to be sliding in our DMs anyways, don't forget to follow us on (laughs) Instagram. Okay? It is at 2 Cold brews. Wow, I wonder who's gonna DM us first. I know. I mean, if you don't have Instagram and you have our numbers, you can text us.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: <laughs> and then we'll announce like the winner on our story. Woo! This is, right. like, this, this is exciting! This is so cute. exciting, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it was kind of heavy at some points. We even teared up i was like crying because i was like watching call cry and i'm like oh my god don't do this in front of me it's so funny because it's both extremes like if she, she sees someone
1: cry she'll cry but if she hears someone gagging she will also
0: Oh gag. my god yeah no i cannot like i am oh i'm not the friend who's gonna help you throw up in the washroom i'm no. sorry i just i can't do it i might throw up on you
1: Ugh, you don't,
0: know don't don't so okay so I hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's episode in our bio uh, on Spotify yeah. and Apple. We're going to post some resources mm-hmm. to help support mental health awareness. Um, if you have any questions, you can slide into our DMs at Two Cold Brews on Instagram. That's where we're mostly active on there. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Two Cold Brews. You can also follow us on
1: Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Two Cold Brews. For sneak peeks and teasers, you can check out our Instagram page.
0: Teasers? I mean, you guys already heard a teaser from episode nine. Do you need to hear another one? <laughs> Should we give them another one? Let's do it. All right, guys, here's another teaser. But I'm not here to lie to you. Exactly. I'll lie for you, but I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. True.